gets colder My eyes go thin as I get older Piece in pieces, bloody and bruised I feel so helpless and confused Cause I hear screaming on the left, yelling on the right I'm sitting in the middle trying to live my life Good afternoon. This is Evelyn Pringle. Welcome to Focus on the Facts. My guest today is investigative journalist and my partner in crime in taking down the global pedophile network, Patricia Negrin. We are going to give you the latest details on the destruction of this pedophile network, from the Hollywood celebrities to the politicians in Washington and to the journalists in the media. The latest rap sheet from Hollywood's, for Hollywood's accused harassers, molesters, and rapists is 67. So far, according to Breitbart News, there are reports today that pedophile Anthony Weiner is headed to prison, but his conviction is a joke because sex texting a 15-year-old girl is the least of his crimes. He should have been on trial for running Hillary's child sex trafficking rings all across the U.S. and prison for life. The great investigator George Webb is still investigating the Awan firing in Congress and the global rat lines for child sex trafficking. I've posted many articles and videos on my Facebook page today for listeners to refer to during our discussion today who want more information on any of these people we discuss. So I'll bring Trish on now and we can start the show because we've got so much information to cover. Welcome to the show, Trish. Hi, Evelyn. How are you? I'm good. This is my birthday and people are telling me to celebrate and I told them I am celebrating. I'm celebrating the takedown of this pedophile network. It's the happiest birthday of my life. Oh, Three wow. years working really on this. Exciting. It's really been a great day, huh? It'll yeah. be one you'll never forget, right? <laughs> no, I will never forget. This, this has been my goal for so long. And you're my partner in crime. You're focused, too. I mean, all the other scandals that are going on, they're horrible. They're all horrible. But the pedophilia is the underlying thread to all of it. And if we get rid of this pedophile network, they can't blackmail our Congress and they can't blackmail the politicians, that uh, all the rest of it will clear up, I think. Another thing I want to say is, you know, I quit watching TV and going to movies probably back in the late 90s. So a lot of these stars and celebrities that, that are getting busted, I don't even know some of them. I don't even recognize them. So this list that I mentioned above that Freiburg put out, the 67, I have that on my Facebook page, and we can go over, you know, a lot of those names in, in telling people, you know, the different people that have been, and, and producers and studios and everything else. Yep. Netflix, all of them, you know, have these Very harassers and rapists. Yes, yes, but we're taking them down. But anyhow, so, so what's your take on, what's the latest that you've got? Well, you know, going sort of even further up the network, Evelyn, these uh, arrests of the Saudi princes, including Al-Walid, apparently he was one of the people that was a powerful driving force behind the development of the child trafficking network. So, Really? Yes. And um, so apparently... 
by cutting, he's also been cut off from all of his assets, which include 50% or 35% ownership in Twitter. And uh, he's also a, a big shareholder, the primary shareholder in Citibank. And right. uh, he owned the Four Seasons, which um, encompassed the 35th through the 39th floors of the Mandalay Bay Hotel. <laughs> okay. And so it turns out that the whole thing that went down that night was him and his brothers attempting a coup against Salman, who was the young crown prince that arrested them all. So it, it, the whole Las Vegas thing was was a weapons deal that was meant to uh, set up a coup of Salman in Saudi Arabia, it looks like. Really? But he found out about it, and it's all of these networks, all of this corruption, he set up this task force to go after it, and he's cut them all off from their money. And I think it's entirely possible that they may prosecute um, some of the individuals involved, including the Clinton Foundation, because they need their money back. That's one of the reasons they're doing that Aramco IPO, you know, the Saudi Arabian oil company, Aramco, right. is doing a huge IPO. I think it's the largest um, IPO ever, and uh, they're going to do it on the New York Stock Exchange. And um, so... What is an Salman, IPO? What is an IPO? Okay, so an IPO is when a private company sells ownership in a public offering so that anyone who has a brokerage account can buy shares of that company or sell them in the open market. Otherwise, because it's owned privately right now, you can only own it if someone, one of the owners um, of the princes agrees to sell you part of the company. So. It's just a okay. way to raise a lot of money. It's in the billions of dollars. So this will, all of that cash will go to the, Saudi Arabia and help fund uh, their programs because they're low on cash. And part of it is because this uh, Walid was squandering the family's fortune and much of it went to the Clinton Foundation. And so right. I think Salman wants to get some of that money back. And she's been cut off now. Uh, Al-Walid was who really funded her through her um, presidential election and was her primary source of political and financial capital. So yeah, didn't I see where they said they, they funded like 20% of her presidential campaign? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> And then also much hundreds of millions to the Clinton Foundation. I mean, I don't know that we even can guess how much went to the Clinton Foundation. Now, you're telling me all this, you know, in your investigation, and you know all this. This isn't being told in the mainstream media, is it? No, it sure is not. <laughs> no. It sure is not. And that's the really interesting part, is that they're so quiet about it. And there are rumors out there that Tony and John Podesta, that Tony's been arrested and that John Podesta was supposed to turn him in, himself in. And then also that there are indictments. Because 
one of the things that's happening right now, Evelyn, is that if if the United States doesn't prosecute Clinton and these guys, it's right. very likely, it's a very real possibility that Saudi Arabia would. And you, you know what the justice system is in Saudi Arabia. It is very swift. Mm-hmm. It is very certain. <laughs> you know, um, right. I can't say that I would be sorry to see her subjected to it. I think it would be justice long overdue, but uh, I think that leaves Trump in, and our, you know, our government in the position of feeling pressured to do something to spare her that fate. I don't know. We'll see. I, I, I won't believe it until it actually happens, but right, um, right. none of this is getting reported, for sure. No, and so the whole Las Vegas thing was a part of the coup, and they were, and it was a, it was a gun running operation. Yes. It was going through, and then, and so what was the purpose in shooting at the crowd and everything? Uh, I, there, I, it was, I'm not sure what all of that was, but I think um, there, the people that were involved decided to go ahead and attack under, because they had all these weapons there, and it was a way for the CIA to do one of their shock um you know, shock events to traumatize the public. I mean, they won't miss an opportunity for it. And, we, you know, we thought that that might happen over the weekend with this national drill, the Department of Defense drill. And sure enough, look what happened in Texas. And I don't know if you saw, Evelyn, that um, there were stories already um, published on November 4th about that shooting. That happened right. on November 5th. You posted about that. Well, with Las, sure. Las Vegas, same thing. Right. There were there were stories posted on September 25th for an event that happened on October 1st. You know, how can the media get away with this? When they do this, they did it before 9-11 over, was it the BBC or whatever, uh, post and showed that building falling down before it ever did. Right, 20 minutes, yeah. Yeah, and and, and then like this. When they and, and I've seen this before in these false flag events where, where the date that the media put it out was before the event ever took place. Well, what yeah. the hell can we do to the media doing this? They're in on the conspiracy if they're reporting this before it ever takes place. Oh, they are absolutely part of the conspiracy. The, the deep state would not get away with all of this if they weren't very much a part of the whole um, operation. But... What we do, Evelyn, is what you did, what, and not subscribe to cable, you know, cut them right. off from their um, funding source, and that's how you starve it. And that's what's happening. People are canceling their cable, and they're not going to the movies, they're not going to the professional football games, and they're, they're not going to play this whole bread and circus act that we've been put through anymore. And they're starting to feel it. Because uh, I was listening to, do you know Gerald, I, I don't know how to say his last name, I think it's Celente, or uh, it's C-E-L-E-N-T-E. Right. He's a financial um, analyst, and he's a brilliant man, but he, he said the same thing that I feel as well, which is that what we're seeing a tipping point now, which is that the rich really have no one to steal from but each other right now. Um, <laughs> <laughs> they run into all poverty. 
Yeah, that's what we're starting to see happen. And, you know, eventually they'll be eating their own young uh, because there's nowhere to steal from anymore. If Saudi Arabia is broke, I mean, think about that. Really? And how much money do we give them every year? Yeah, well, that's the other thing, Evelyn. I don't know if you're aware. Um, as I mentioned earlier, Al-Walid is a, a, the primary, I think he, he owns most of Citibank, or he did at the time of the 2008 crash, when Citibank was given a $25 billion taxpayer-funded bailout, and uh-huh. he was the owner at the time. So we really? bailed out Saudi Arabia is what we did. The tax, the U.S. taxpayers, $25 billion. Wow. <laughs> and what is that ambassador? What's that ambassador's name from over there that, in Washington that is, is, is that is running these child trafficking rat lines? Um, what the heck is his name? Um, George investigated him. But George thought that um, they, were, they were probably making... Killing women over there in um, at that um, Mandalay, the Dumbo drops. Yeah. The Dumbo drops are where they take underage children and they and they take them someplace and they drug them with fentanyl and then they rape them. And yeah. so def- George thought they def- might have killed some of those girls over there in that Mandalay mess. That could be. Uh, I I I haven't seen anything suggesting that there were witnesses that were killed that, um, inside the hotel, but uh-huh. I... But, of course, would we wouldn't believe... see them. <laughs> no, but sometimes, you no. know, there are all these on 4chan, you get anonymous, um, you know, uh, intel and posts, so I haven't seen anything like that, but I have seen evidence that, you know, that's part of what Stephen Paddock was doing. He was laundering this gun-running money through the casinos, and... Um, that, you know, it was, dr- it was drug money, it was being used to buy weapons, and then somehow or another this, uh, these brides and children were being trafficked through that, whole, that rat line as well. So, right, um, and, and by brides, I don't, you mean underage, underage girls. Yeah, but I thought it was linked to the Philippines um, sure. in some way. So that's what I've seen, anyhow. But it, but it would make sense too because Saudi Arabia, that prince in particular, is my understanding, was a big big fan of um, the pedophilia, and all the people around him were too. So they would all go there, and it would make sense that the women would be brought there, the children as well. So sure. And so we we bailed out these perverts. Yeah. In essence, yeah. like city bank and stuff. So us taxpayers bailed them out. Well, and the other thing is that he was also a huge supporter of the Muslim Brotherhood. And that's something Salman, who, the brother, the crown prince who arrested everyone, wants to end the, their support of the Muslim Brotherhood, which, again, this all is tied into those rat lines and the maintenance of this child trafficking um, so th- it's, this whole move by Saudi Arabia was bigger than anything we could have done in the United States to um, cut the, the whole thing off at the knees because, like I said, this is, her funding 
mechanism is gone, and she's lost all her political capital, and she is she is legitimately a threat of being prosecuted by Saudi Arabian authorities. Right, and and she is she is such a threat to everybody else. I mean, you know, everybody, you know, like Donna Brazil saying, you know, after Seth Rich was murdered, that she was afraid and stuff, you know, admitting this, you know, yeah. but of course. You know, I'm not gung-ho about Donna Brazil coming out now. I mean, yeah, I think she knows that she has to save her own ass. And and that's why she's doing it, you know, more than yeah. anything else. Because I don't care when it all goes down. She knew what was going on, and she's saying, well, when she found out it was so close to the election, was, I don't care when it was. You tell the truth. You don't sit here yeah. and let this well, go on for a year. Bernie. Let this stuff go on for a year. Now wasting our yeah. taxpayers' yeah. dollars, you know, down, you know, bashing Trump and making up these stories about him for a whole year. And again, and again I always want to say I don't support Trump. I don't like Trump. But the fact is, he was elected. And as an American, I respect what the people put in office. And so her right. sitting back here for a year and letting all this trash come out and take up all our tax dollars with Congress and everything, trying to get to the bottom of this. And she knew the whole time. Yeah. Well, and then Mueller being so compromised uh, and leading this investigation around Russia. I mean, the whole again, one of the things that George was saying is that, um, uh, well, so the New York uh, terror attack looks like it was a CIA operation to take out eight of the truck drivers from, I think it's called SAPAW, um Trucking which was moving uranium and opium around the country and heroin, excuse me. And he said that they all, and possibly children, were traveling in these trucks, too, with the radioactive uh, poisoning. I mean, the the trucks become radioactive when they're moving around the uranium, but they're using the same vehicle for the children and the heroin. Oh, and and Congress is all blackmailed, so all this is going on. We know it. You know, the investigations prove it. And yeah. we can't get them to do anything about it because they are all blackmailed. And this yeah. is so sad. This is going on in our country right under our noses for the whole world to watch. And it just goes on because these congressmen are all blackmailed and won't do anything about it. Well, did you see, Evelyn, that the uh, hacker who accessed the Comet Ping Pong hard drive that was later fired on by the person, um, do you remember the shooter went into the restaurant? Right. He, the only thing he shot was the hard drive of this computer mm-hmm. that had been accessed by someone and who found what it appears was not just a Hillary um, James Oliphantus operation, but it's a CIA entrapment scheme that they, they have snuck film on this. Yeah, explain to my listeners, some of my listeners, I know friends, some of my friends or family members wouldn't know what snuff films are. Explain what snuff films are. They literally kill these children and uh, on film, and people will pay big money to watch. And this is run by the CIA, and that's what this guy found, and he immediately turned it over to the D.C. police. This was a year ago, 
he turned it over to right. the D.C. police. And, of course, he didn't, he did not keep possession of it because that would be illegal for him to hold it. It's even illegal for journalists now um, in certain cases when it, they used to be protected if they were uncovering corruption. So um, now, you know, it's been with the police for a year and, and nothing. The D.C. police, I don't know if you saw, the, the police chief was in a photo with James Alafontis at Comet Ping Pong in his uniform. Right. So right. it's just like, it, it's so sickening. And Heather Podesta, Tony Podesta's ex-wife is on the board of the police un- D.C. Police Union um, Debbie Washerman Schultz's brother is one of the in the attorney general's office. I mean, it just goes on and on. And that's why I think this development with Saudi Arabia is such a blessing because that can accomplish things that we can't, given how corrupted our whole system is. You think Trump knew this was going to happen? Yeah, Saudi yeah. Arabia. It, Yes. Didn't his son-in-law just fly over there a few days ago? Yes, he did. And um, they, they apparently, he and um, Salman are, you know, they're, they're, they're friendly. I, and I think he's, and you know that, I don't know if you've seen the tweet that um, Trump had sent out when Al-Walid, the brother, the prince that's been arrested and had the Twitter holdings and all of that, um, he said, yeah, I'll, dopey prince Al-Walid won't be able to uh, influence government when I'm president or something like that. And sure enough, <laughs> he pulled it off. It, it looks like the whole thing was planned. Right. So, well, you know, this bit with Twitter, you know, will this have any effect on, on Twitter as far as, you know, like I'm still kicked off Twitter, you know. I mean, and when I think yeah. about that, you know, when they kick people off, when they kick a whistleblower like me off, they really hurt my ability to get the word out. I mean, well, you know, when I had, when I had Twitter, see, I would, go ahead. I was going to say, did you see they admitted in congressional testimony that they throttled by 50% tweets that uh, had the hashtag DNC leak. Right, right. So, but, so you know, they, with me with uh, Twitter, I would post everything on Twitter that I post on Facebook, you know, and then a friend set it up so that everything I posted on Twitter would go to this um, this site, that a news page, so I could put that out once a day. And so I could put that out on Facebook and tell my Facebook viewers that all the videos and, and articles that Facebook was blocking, I had them on this newsletter. So I could post the newsletter so people could see them all together. So once a day I would do that. Well, when Twitter kicked me off, it did away with my newsletter, too. So it really, really hurt my ability to get the word out about everything. You know? Um, Yeah. And so when they do this to top whistleblowers like this, that that use it just for that purpose. I mean, I never went on Twitter to chat or anything, ever. All I did was post, you know, the latest news on everything every day. But when they cut you off like that, that's a big amount of followers that don't get that news. Yeah, I mean, they're doing that on YouTube. They're demonetizing. Yep. They're spending accounts. They're deleting videos. I mean, it's really very bad. But with with Twitter, at least, um, now that his assets are, have been frozen, it's unlikely that he'll be able to influence the company uh, 
because he'll no longer be in control of that stock. So um, that uh, that's good news, for sure. That his, right. because his influence was all through Hillary, and that's now that's at an end. Right, He's, man, that evil woman, satanic witch, has been running the world. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, the global it's mafia. Gotten, it's Boy, really she gotten out be, of she control. Is, she is hated so bad right now. I mean, I, she, did you see when they, well, she must have made up that award that they gave her, that she was going to give her the, the Democratic Women's Award for 2017 or something like that, and, and they had it, I think it was on National Public Radio? Or Yeah. I think so. And, she, and they had to cut it off. Because every yeah. single comment was horrible. Calling yeah. her out for what she is. <laughs> so they had to cut it off. And I went and read those comments, and I'm scrolling down, and I'm thinking, you know, there'll, there'll be rotten comments and some nice ones. Not a one, not a single nice comment. How do these, how do these media people keep putting her out there? Yeah, well, you know, I, I think we've started to see the beginning of the end on that, Evelyn, because... You saw with Donna Brazil, even though she's tried to backpedal on um, what she says in the book, I mean, it's right there in black and white that, you know, the Hillary, Hillary took over complete control of the DNC. And the agreement was set for termination before the general even began. So to pretend it had only to do with the general is absurd, much less the simple fact that she had complete control of the finances. And if you think about it, Evelyn, that explains all of the massive transfers that were going on every month. And that, in fact, it, what I think what happened, remember we've been talking about the fact that the Seth Rich murder is just like something is terribly, terribly wrong with all of that? Right. Well, it looks like they, it, Seth Rich found something, found this Uranium One stuff in the Clinton emails, and they were trying to throw out the whole DNC leak thing to distract from what was going on with the Clinton emails and the Uranium One because of all of the corruption and fraud. Because I don't know if you also saw the Podesta group received millions of dollars from Al-Walid, the prince who was just arrested, and the Twitter and Citibank shareholder. Um, he was paying the Podesta group, I think, 140000 a month himself My God. during the election. And then, so what were they um, providing for that? What were they providing for 140000 a month? You know, that's a very good question. I, I don't know. But meanwhile, at the same time that this whole Russian, the Uranium One deal was going down, uh, the Podesta group was taking money as a foreign agent for Russia. So, I mean, that that's what's in these Clinton emails were all of those blackmail payments and, uh, excuse me, bribes and... Um, Right. Uh, money laundering that they were doing. So um, I think that's what happened. I think that's what Seth Rich found, and that's what they were trying to keep from us. So they they threw out the whole DNC leak, and they created this you know person who was 
sympathetic and, you know, they could say, well, let's just move on and leave the family family alone and not talk about it anymore. It's behind us now, you know? Yeah, right. Behind us now. Yeah, right. Right. Rat lines are still going. Rat lines are still going. You know, they're still moving uranium and everything out of this country and children and everything else in those rat lines. How is she keeping them going? Well, you know, and it's because George has talked about how with these rat lines, you know, they're kind of run like uh, direct selling companies, like Amway. Um, you know, they're they're meant to be managed on a local level so that everybody can just replicate the business model for their region, and it, it all runs um, locally. And so uh, that's, they're able to keep it going, but they're all breaking down. That's what we saw, what I was saying about the New York City um, shooting was they were trying to get rid of some of those drivers and evidence uh, to cover their tracks because they see the whole thing imploding. This is all about the uranium. And I don't know if you also saw, Evelyn, is that um, I can't remember her name. She's the one who found Stone Tear on uh, Reddit looking for somebody to help him um, delete emails for a very VIP person. Do you remember that? It turned out to be Brian, uh, the guy who did her um, server at her her New York home. And so this woman found the FOIA documents from the Uranium One investigation. And it turns out that that investigation was directly tied to the Clinton email. And that's these FOIA, these FOIA documents prove that. And, and that, those are the emails that she was trying to delete and prove all of the bribery going on. Okay. So um, it's all just coming down. And again, these, these arrests in Saudi Arabia, it just, uh, you know, there's nowhere for her to turn. That would have been for state haven. Think about it. You know, if if the um, you know proverbial poop really hit the fan in the U.S., she could seek refuge possibly in um, Saudi Arabia, maybe Qatar, some of those places, and they would protect her, right? But um, not anymore. <laughs> well, that's that's wonderful news. Yeah, I keep thinking she's going to leave the country. You know that. Uh, that she's just going to leave the country, but wait, where is she going to go now? <laughs> right, that's exactly it. There's nowhere for her to hide. And in fact, I I saw um, that because the threat of being prosecuted by Saudi Arabia is so real that even Bill is trying to cut himself a deal as a former president. Um, yeah, where is he? Where is he? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I I heard that. Uh, that John Podesta may have fled the country, although their passports, part of what this Anon Q said was that both John and Tony's um, passports were suspended 
to prevent them from leaving the country, though, you know, none of this has been confirmed. However, this Anon Q has been right about everything. He was the one that warned us about um, both Las Vegas and Texas. Right. So, so do, do, do Americans understand what's going on here when they're doing all this with these false flags, that they are killing Americans right in front of our eyes? Yeah, I think that, Evelyn, I swear, I'm, I don't, I hope it's not just my imagination, but I really do see a much higher level of awareness about what's happening, and people are learning to, to pick up on all those cues around these false flag events and understanding that just because it's a false flag doesn't mean that people weren't killed, you know? That it's, it's a false flag in the sense that it's meant to mislead. There's, there's theater combined with reality, and that's how they keep people confused and unable to sort out the truth. So, um, there's well, right, more, I, wanted I don't tell, know. I wanted to tell people on Facebook today if they notice that they're not seeing anything about that Texas false flag event. And, and, I, and I didn't know how to word it because I want to tell people I feel terrible. That I know people were killed, and I feel terrible about that. But this is the government doing this, and a big distraction to the country. And today, when I'm doing research, you know, I I started about one this morning. It's all full of articles about Texas. All about it was like I'm not doing it. I am not posting that distraction stuff on my yeah. Facebook page because that's what it's for, and I'm not doing it. You know, it's well, awful. It's all, These people have been killed, but Americans better wake up and see this. It can happen in any one of their towns. This can happen. And them and their children will be killed. Yeah. Say, making up these stories. Go ahead. I, I do think people are starting to figure out that it's our own government is who's behind a lot of these events. And it's not... It, it, that's... And, and that there's really no way to justify it, and that it's uh, this is our tax money. It's like either you're talking abject incompetence because all this these hundreds of billions of dollars, and they still can't prevent these attacks from happening. When every single time it seems these people have given us, you know, big clues about the fact that they're probably going to do something like this. And I think also the JFK files coming out recently have opened a lot of people's eyes to the fact that this whole formula that we see played out over and over again of the official narrative insisting on a single shooter and refusing to answer questions, having all these plants as um, like the hero and the villain and, you know, all these characters that they create to fabricate these tales. We found out with the release of the JFK files that this is something that dates back to the assassination of a president, for heaven's sake. And, you know, if it was so successful then, why not stick with the formula, you know? And I think that's what a lot of people are able to recognize that now, which is huge. So um, I, I find that very encouraging. And I'm, I feel that there's, we've reached the tipping point in terms of people's awareness and also ability to communicate. Because also, if you notice, 
on um, you, you have a much bigger following on Facebook than I do, so I'm, this may not be accurate in my own perspective, but it seems to me that people in the alternative news community are getting really skilled at um, vetting information with each other and um, following up each other's research and that this whole movement has organically started to organize itself in a way that is incredibly powerful. And I just see it being so productive now whenever one of these events occurs that the, we're all able to get to the truth so fast and so effectively. And like you said, I, I didn't vote for Trump, but I sure as hell am not going to criticize him when he's doing work that, it, it, unless that corruption is stopped, Nothing else will matter. If, if healthcare forget, you know, none of it will get addressed ever. So, right, uh, right. You know, we wasted this whole I year. That, right, this whole year, the dem, the Democrats wasted, you know, chasing this BS about Trump. And when it it all comes out and turned around, it's exactly what they were doing, what they accused yep. him of doing. This is what's yep. so disgusting. Yep. And did the Americans go along with this in a lot of this? Yeah. Well, and that's the other thing, Evelyn, is that people have gotten really good at recognizing that as soon as the official narrative becomes absolutely certain about anything, you can rest assured that that's the opposite of the truth. Just like right. when they insist on these single-shooter narratives, you can rest assured that, in fact, it wasn't. Um, and when, you know, again, this whole thing in Tennessee, there was that man, Scott Edmiston, who was stopped speeding on his way home in Tennessee and just so happened to have that an arsenal of weapons that matched what would have been used in Las Vegas the night before. And yet the FBI, within hours said that it had nothing to do with the Las Vegas shooting, yet they couldn't even get the video right. That was right there in the hallway with Hastings Compost. So, I mean, it's just kind of, so that told me if they were going to deny it that quickly, it was like, okay, then I know for sure that that guy was involved. (laughs) Right, right, exactly, exactly. You know, um, I haven't watched like CNN. I I don't even remember the last time I watched it, and I don't read I don't read anything in the New York Post or the Washington Post. Anything. If I see an article, and once in a while the Post comes out or the New York Times comes out with with a good article, you know, once in a blue moon, um, I don't post it. I don't post it from those sites. You know, I'll wait till another newspaper or something picks up the story. I will not post those fake news sites no more at all. I don't care what yeah. they come out with. I'll wait till I, the story's picked up by another newspaper or another media source, and I'll post that. I won't yeah. post those sites, those fake sites. And the thing is, now taking down Hollywood, you know, this is this. We really needed this. We really needed this because they are yeah. parcel all this garbage and carrying out all these false flag events and everything, you know. And so this is so great. And like we said too, you know that uh, we talked about last week that. Uh, the media, you know how it doesn't report on the pedophile arrests and all this kind of stuff. And, and we said, because they're all involved. 
That's why, yep. you know, and so this week, the, the media has got hammered with harassment yeah. and rape and stuff claims, you know. And so we got, um, what was it, there was, like, let me see, I have a thing here. We've got this, um, a Vox medium, unnamed employee, and then Locker Steele were identified. Yes. And then NBC's Mark Halperin, yes. NPR's Michael Oreskes, Rolling Stone's Matt Tabby, 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 New Republic Hamilton Fish, and Leon Welchier, and Mother Jones David Corn. That's all now, just since it's been breaking out for, um, you know, with Hollywood and stuff. So these are the yeah. journalists so far that that are named that, you know, that have been accused of harassment and, and sexual harassment and, and stuff, you know. And a lot of them are being let go, you know. And and, and it's exciting, too, because um, it looks like there's going to be arrests. Um, the, the police departments in um, L.A. and... The U.K. and New York are all looking at arresting Weinstein. He's got rapes that are, are still in the statute of limitations in, in those, um, in oh, those wow. uh, states. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. They're getting ready. And over in the uh, U.K., I think he's being investigated for eight rapes. Well, over I there. don't know. Or is that? Yeah, yeah. And then, Stacey, and then Spacey is being, uh-huh. being investigated. The same thing over wow. in the U.K. That this is... This is coming down finally, finally. And, but I'll tell you, these perverts are so terrible. You know, I get a lot of um, my friends send me, send me articles and send me videos and everything. And a lot of the times they send it to me in a private message. And I think they don't want to be the one that puts it out there. You know? Right. Um, yeah. Because they don't yeah. want to get hammered, you know. And so they know I'll put it out there, you know. Well, I got one this afternoon, and I'm telling you, these are the kind of videos and stuff that makes my research so hard. It was a Bob Saget um, doing a, a sketch uh, on on the aristocrat. And this oh, was, oh, yeah. Oh, my, oh God, my God. Oh, my God. Yeah. He's doing a comedy yeah. sketch yeah. about parents raping their own children. And he gets yeah. all the details, and the people there are all laughing. You know, I mean, it, and it's so horrible. So, and then Gilbert yeah. Gottfried, I think, goes on at the end of the video and does, does it for the same audience, and they're all laughing. And, and the same thing about parents raping their own children, and they describe it in detail. I mean, uh, the children, what they're doing to the parents. I mean, I mean it's so oh, disgusting. God. It's on, my, it's on my, my um, Facebook thing. It's called Aristocrats Family Friendly Comedy, it goes, you know. And I told mm-hmm. my my readers, I said, this is part the hardest part of my research, having to watch this stuff. It is so disgusting yeah. and so, just, I mean, it turns my stomach. I'm not kidding you. But this is what I've had to look at for three years. But this one yeah. today that they yeah. sent, this is the worst that I've seen, this Bob Saget. And um, Paul Romano had put out um, about um, him on that uh, show, what the heck is the name of it, that family what was it that he had those Olsen twins on? Yeah. Um, uh, when they were little. Family Ties? Was it Family no. Ties? No. It was, I know what you're talking about. I can't but remember. You know, yes. And he has put that out there. And he, oh, yeah, Full House. Full House. Full House. And that right. show is full of perversion. Full with yeah. the little kids. Yeah. And, you know, on these sitcoms, they're raping all these kids. Raping all these kids that were in these sitcoms. And I'll tell you what. This has been going on for forever. 
I think since they started putting out movies and films. And you know, one of the well, saddest Charlie things Chaplin, for me... Charlie apparently was, yeah, was a The saddest <laughs> thing for me is these people, these kids then, end up so screwed up, you know, and end up killing themselves and everything. Do you know that the little child, um, everybody loves Raymond, you know? They had those yeah. two little yeah. twin sons. One yeah. of those yeah. killed themselves at 19 years old. One of those twins. Oh. Now, people don't oh. get this. They are raping these children on every one of these shows. And yeah. this is so disgusting. This is what, what we need to stop. I mean, this is what my goal is. We have got to yeah. stop this and protect these children. That This has been going on for forever. You know, well, you and know, I think of, and the, the New York Times CEO, Mark Thompson, He's been yeah. there since 2012. Well, right. he left BBC after a reporter by the name of Liz McKean exposed him for covering up elite satanic pedophilia while he was chief of BBC. And so the New York Times welcomed him with open arms when he right. was forced out of BBC because they knew, I'm sure, they could rely on him to keep their little secrets and those of the, the powerful people around them, you know? Right, right. And, and That's how they get away know, with it. Well, um, it, you know, in, all, in the media, when I say, you know, they participate in all this, they not only participate in it, but, I mean, they push yeah. it. And, like, um, did you see that Vogue, that Teen Vogue, uh, a couple, a month ago or something, had put out, put out an article with teaching... Teenagers, how to have anal sex. Yes. And great graphics yes. and everything. You know, wow. Oh, that enrages oh. me so much. But, well, now they just got uh, taken off the out of publication. I mean, I guess that set enough people off that this has just gone too far. They won't stop. Wow. You know. Yeah, and, no. And did you see the um, Antifa protesters were holding a sign that said no pedo bashing. It's like, a, right, excuse me? Oh, right. <laughs> I oh, they no, are pushing uh, domestic abuser bashing or, you know what I mean? It's just like, are you kidding me? Wow. Right. Wow. And these, and these are the people that these perverts well put out there. Well, George Soros funds them at activity in you know, they're they're the people that, that are into this. Yeah. You know, they're all well, into George, this. And, go ahead. I was going to say, you, I don't know, you probably saw that George Soros put $18 billion into his Open Society Foundation, which is the organization that funnels all of his money to these NGOs, like, that have been co-opted. I mean, I, you know, I don't think that Black Lives, Black Lives Matter or Antifa started out as terrorist organizations, but right. they sure have become terrorist organizations because they've been co-opted by billionaires like George Soros. And we know that this is done because the British PR firm, Bell Pottinger, was thrown out of its trade group, which is a very big deal, uh, because... It ran a racist campaign in South Africa on behalf of the billionaire Gupta family who had uh, mining interests in the country, and they needed the racial war in order to be able to exploit them. Right, right. And that's what's happening here. We see a billionaire 
influencing, you know, and spreading propaganda and violence as so as to influence the market. He's looking to make some money in the financial market, and that's why he did that. Wow. I'm looking at this list of their 67 uh, harassers, rapists, and, and uh, molesters. And, you know, when I go over some of these names, I don't... I don't know some of them, you know. Yeah, um, I, when you were listing them off, I was kind of, like, I know Kevin Spacey, I know a few, the Bob Saget, and, you know, some of those guys. But I'm like you, Evelyn. I turned off the TV. We stopped use, getting cable four or five years ago. And right. um, we rarely go to the movie. I, I mean, right. I, I can't remember the last time. I don't want to give them my money. I mean, we do watch movies at home occasionally, but, um, you know, I just, we need to starve these people to stop them. I mean, financially, you have to starve them. That's that's what allows them to get away with it, is their money. It buys them protection. Sure. You know, what I do now, you know, because I like to relax in the evening when I'm done and, and laugh, you know. Well, I was watching, you know, the modern family shows or sitcoms. Oh, yeah, so yeah. With Phil, every single one, like everybody loves Raymond. Every single episode has dirty content in it. And this is what's put out. Supposed to be a family show. They put them kids in there, you know, and people think this is funny, you know. Well, yeah. what I do now is I watch um, I'll Leave it to Beaver or um, The Honeymooners. <laughs> and, stuff. and it's like night and day. There is no filth. There is nothing like that, you know. And I said, parents should go in, in on YouTube and bring up some Leave it to Beavers, you know, shows. And then take yeah. it and put it next to, um, you know, Everybody Loves Raymond or that Saget show, that Full House and everything. And look yeah. at the difference. What they yeah. teach kids now. You know, back then, there was n- Leave it to Beaver, there was never anything sexual to them kids. And now yeah. what they put on these shows, this is outrageous. And, and I'd like people to do this so they can really compare and see how they've socially engineered this filth into our life and into our children's life. You know, yeah. it's like night and day what they've done since the 50s, bringing it up to now. If you play with an episode of Leave it to Beaver and then play Say Everybody Loves Raymond and just see what they've done to our children. It is. So it's the difference couldn't be more stark. Oh I talk God. to my kids about that a lot. <laughs> Do you? We used to watch Mayberry yeah. RFD and the Brady right. Bunch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, some of yeah. these, on this list of people here, on this list of actors, I've got, uh, this This one was big, this um, Kurt Webster. He's a CEO of country music firm, um, PR guy. Oh, he's really in trouble. He was the PR guy for in Nashville for Dolly Parton, Kid Rock, Hank Williams Jr. Um, I forget who else. They all dropped him because the Those allegations are, are so bad. But but here again, they knew this was going on. This has been going on for decades. The same thing as Wiseman and uh, Weinstein and Spacey. This has been going yeah. on for decades. They knew it was going on. But now, you know, that somebody's come out. Well, a lot of people have come out. That, right. Uh, then they drop them and act surprised. This is such a why. Yeah, there's safety in numbers, you know. It's scary to come forward with that kind of thing. I mean, well, yeah, and people did really get murdered if they did. 
they yes. tried to come forward, you know. And what do you think really inspired them this time? What set this off? I really think it's that phenomenon, Evelyn, where people are, you know, banding together through these new um, tools of social media. And even when we're being suppressed and cut off from one another, uh, it just it just stiffens their resolve. And that, and when someone comes forward, I think there's a lot of compassion out there for those people and a very strong will, collective will to make sure that they're heard. And um, I'm just so encouraged by that because it seems to be pretty routine at this point. You know, if people come forward, it's like, you know, that the world lines up behind them and, right. um, and well, make sure so that because some of these coming out like Dustin Hoffman I mean I got the biggest I never usually liked movie stars and, and even singers and stuff you know even if they're real popular but I think it was only 19 when The Graduate came out and I yeah. idolized him I just thought he was the greatest you know and then you know so any stars that I liked and everything now it's you know all coming out and it's like there isn't any movies or anything I want to watch. I can't, I can't even stand looking at these people, Chris. I know. It's all so, so superficial and cosmetic, oh. and it's just, it, I, I don't find it appealing at all myself either. It's just not my sensibility any longer. No. And, and, and but, too, you know, now that we're going, believe me, it's going to come out yet. There, there's women pedophiles out there, too, in, in them celebrities, and it's going to come out. You know, this oh, is not yeah. going to stop just with the men. You know, this is going to get right. turned around. But we need to, with, going after Hollywood, we need to stop them from putting out all this perverted filth, you know, in, in the media yeah. and, and videos and songs and all this stuff, forcing us to look at them prancing around naked out there, for God's sake, in events and stuff. This is so sickening. You know, I, I hope all of Americans are sick of this and want rid of this, this satanic perversion that they've just yeah. spread out in front of everybody. And in the morning when I get up, when I turn on, you know, I click on and in um, Yahoo comes up. And invariably, there will be pictures there of half-naked movie stars and stuff. And it just sickens me. Like, I am tired of looking at them. Yeah. It is to the I point know. that it is unbearable. I mean, you're not going to porn films or nothing, but you're forced to write, watch it here, right in the mainstream media. Well, it's all designed to distract. It's it, that Hollywood yeah. is, you know, a key aspect of the deep state and keeping us distracted and entertained while they loot our bank accounts. Well, and the thing about it is, though, in stopping this, I don't think Americans understand. What this pedophilia and stuff means to these people, they are addicted to it. Yeah. You know, they're yeah. addicted. To, and they have those parties of celebrities and stuff where they rape and sodomize and murder these children and drain their blood and drink it and eat the children. I mean, this yeah. is the kind of stuff yeah. they're addicted to it. And so yeah. how do we break this? You know, they're all going to just sit there and say, okay, I won't do that no more. That ain't going to happen. I, uh, <gasps> I've asked myself that question, too. I mean, what? Which, yeah, yeah. I, I don't know the answer to that question. It's it's an interesting one, and you know. But yeah. again, it's sort of like you first you starve them of the money that they've been using to give them access to that kind of thing, you know. And 
that's that's the that's the best place to begin. I mean, well, I guess you know, they had the worst month worst month ever in October at the box office. Oh really? Yay! Oh yes, yes. That's and good people, news. you know, and then they're taking these names off of movies and, and not doing movies and everything else. Um, at Andy Dick, they stopped the movie that he was in, and everything, and threw him off, threw him off, and and like uh, Weinstein, you know, House of Cards is getting thrown off the air, and things that. Uh, we're, right. we're making a big dent. Yeah. But how no, do we definitely. stop these people that are addicted to this? Well, yep. we, give me a minute because I want to thank you because that song will start playing and we're never done. And uh, I really want to thank you for coming on and you are so brave to do this because sticking your head out on this is a dangerous thing to do right now. You know, but yeah. you are out here and uh, you're sticking your neck out revealing all of these things. And uh, it's a dangerous place to be right now doing that. Well, that goes for you too, Evelyn, and thank you so much for having me on the show. I always enjoy it, and I'm so grateful for the opportunity for us to, to talk about this and make people aware. Yeah, and you are so up on everything, you know, that, that, that that's what I really enjoy about you. You know, you keep, you investigate everything and, and do such a good job that I always know that, that when I looked at the clock a few minutes ago, I was like, my God, the time is gone already, <laughs> you know? It, uh, well, well, there are some great it. researchers out there, and, uh, you know, I wouldn't be able to, I, I wouldn't know a fraction of what I do if it weren't for their hard work, and I I rely on them. So um, if it weren't for oh, the we, community, we'd be nowhere. We are a team, and I'll tell you by now, you know, I can only have 5,000 friends on Facebook, but by now they're weeded out and everything that just about everybody on there are investigators and researchers and everything that dig into this. So, I mean, it is a real team that I have on Facebook with my people. Yeah. And like I say, they send me a lot of things, but most of the time in private messages because they know I'll put it out there. You know, right. I don't care what it is. I will put it out there. And when I put out something that I don't know, like yesterday when I, and I had, you know, a tip about pedestrians being arrested and, and all that, I put it out there and the stories like that I put out there that I'm still investigating this because, you know, I've, I've only found this article, but I'm investigating, right. you know. So And you can well, always get you. good feedback. You can always yeah, count on Yeah, right, exactly. Okay, well, thank you so much, Chris and Patricia, and we'll keep on this, and we're a team. Thanks so much, Evelyn. Okay. Okay, people. Um, I hope you learned something this week. Um, I sure did. Chris is so up on things, so... We will see you next week. Bye. I feel so helpless and confused. Cause I 